3: No purchase necessary,
0: void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: It's episode 28, season 9 of the Fighting Club podcast, I'm joined by John Bass. Alright mate? How you doing mate? I'm alright mate. We're we're currently recording in your offices, well I mean you're a part of this, this is insane. I'm not used to this at all. Yeah, we've got free beer haven't we? We've got free, they're like metal beakers. Yeah. uh, Of just, I won't say the name of of the, because might associate associated with another football club. Yeah. But, it's pretty. Not a good one. Yeah, it's alright though isn't it? It's very good, it's really really good. Um, yeah, but before we start the podcast, we've got mm. lots to talk about. Five nil driving to Burnley, smash, and that's not just any football club. That's a notoriously difficult to beat. Although mm. they have considered nine and two, got, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. at all. But uh, we've got a, uh, a nice little uh, uh, low key social. Yeah, uh, for the buying game, obviously a dead rubber. But um, we're having a um, yeah, we're gonna have a little drink, watch the game. Ev bar. If you still want, if you need someone to watch the game, or you just fancy a nice beer, Christmas beer, uh, come and have a beer with us. It's uh, at the Ev bar. Uh, You can get your tickets at thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash thefightingcock. No, forward slash the social. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really certain about that. Yeah, definitely social. uh, Social, yeah. So, yeah, come down and if you are Patreons... Uh, then a couple of beers on the fine cock. Just say thank you. Bosh. If you're thirty percent If you want to join, come Patreon right now and get a couple of beers. Do that exactly. <laughs> just save it. You'll, you'll make your money back in beer for the tickets. Yeah. And then hopefully you'll
3: listen to a couple of the Patreon podcasts and stay. Yeah, hopefully, because yeah. we we just produced one, didn't we? Yes, really and it's gone down really well. It has emotional yeah. rollercoaster. so yeah. I'm saying. Five people, stars. A lot of people are crying.
2: Yeah, a lot which of tears, is, just, which is wasn't wrong. Right, right. But any kind of reaction is a good one. Um, and if you want to get your Soko X-Xmas jumper, then you've got to get it really quick because you're getting to the point where last delivery for xmas, xmas christmas Christmas. Uh, fightingcot.co.uk forward fighting slash shop. There's a little tab just on the right-hand side of the menu uh, that says clothing. You click on that, go through to Motif for our providers and you can get Soko's face on a jumper. You can get it on a mug, on a beach towel or a baby grab
3: bang it caters for all needs there. everything what else could you like there's nothing else no I wouldn't mind a little keychain that'd be nice I
1: don't think they offer
3: that no alright yeah. well, that's, that's next year isn't it 2020
2: who are you always going yeah. for something you know, good. Um, I think we need to start with Son's goal oh mate because I was watching it and didn't realise how far he picked that ball up from yeah it's it was in, it was on the edge of his box yeah, and if, if Messi had scored that and I'm sure he's scored a couple like that in his life but we would be everyone would be doing like to be fair he's got his credit <laughs> yeah yeah. I was going to say the content all
3: week from Spurs uh, social media account has been great oh. doing the kind of Sonic collecting the gold rings the Jan Vertonghen assist banter it's pretty yeah. funny it was a fire assist yeah it was a flames assist absolutely um, yeah you're right though we talk about it on this pod like kind of every couple of weeks but Son is still somehow underrated in like world football yeah. and I think that maybe this goal is that point where a lot of other fans from other clubs are starting to go fucking hell actually this guy is is next level well he's like, the five, right? five,
2: five, five statements Patreon podcast yeah. after the game where um it, 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 the, that was the type of goal that adds 20 million pounds to your mm. value just overnight it's kind mm. of it's almost had the same impact that Baal had when he scored those three goals against him mm. when we were down to 10 men um, it was next level and it all some, like, so many times he gets the ball in the left-hand side especially and you'll see him do a step over and it'll work you know a good percentage of the time but sometimes he'll just lose it at his first man yeah. and like, it's frustrating to watch but he has to be able to be given the opportunity to do magic and sometimes yeah. it won't work. Sometimes it will. We said the same about Bale.
3: Yeah. And the thing is as well now that uh, he's got a little bit of form for that type of goal. Like obviously the, the goal against Chelsea where he just burns like three or four players. So it's not even as if it's just a fluke one-off goal. Like he's definitely got that in his locker. Um, but I, I went to the game and I, I sit in the north upper. So I was sitting behind him watching him just go. And it was, the only thing I can say that it was similar to is like watching 100
2: metres. Yeah, like the pace that he can move at is frightening. And the things he didn't—it wasn't pace the whole thing. It was no. like he carried it, carried it, and he just saw an opportunity, and then he just went after burners on, gone. Yeah. He towed it past the first one, yeah. ran onto it, and you know sometimes when someone's overhit it, it was perfect. Yeah. Like you watched it, it was like he's going to get to the second one, and then he was through. Yeah. And then all he had to do was finish. Uh, and uh, like there was a lot of talk about the atmosphere after that goal. the the applause went on and on and on what was that like yeah I think basically people and I felt the same felt like they witnessed something special you know look you're there
3: for certain goals and you're like everyone's going to be talking about this everyone's going to know this is going on and I think that's what it was I think people really realised shit we just witnessed something pretty fucking special there yeah Um, and also I think people are now starting to realise I mean there's always a section of the fans that are there specifically for Sont and actually our, the South Korean fans the South Korean fans yeah and all of um, us as well yeah of know. course but I think we're we're now starting to get to that point where he's consistently done it for us for a good three or four years and I think he's getting into that bracket where people remember him forever like he's getting into that bracket now
2: definitely like if someone wanted to buy him in some actually here's a question who's the most valuable member of our football club yeah our football club? well
3: I heard you talking about this on the Patreon yeah. five statements um, yeah value is probably some because of his okay. commercial value right? yeah but to actually buy them is a slightly different thing. Like
2: someone's commercial value versus, the value does, does it, commercial value don't it comes into the conversation? For sure. sure, yeah. Because like sure. Spurs would be by selling him giving up an army of fans. Yeah, because these are fans that are going to follow him wherever. Yeah. Uh, there was that one girl when we was producing, we got a, a nice bit of film coming out soon called "Remember the Shirt," where me and Ricky sit down and go through some old shirts we love, and we was at these. Um, the classic football shirts in Shoreditch. Yeah. And this the guy who who runs it was telling us this story about uh they get a lot of South Korean fans come in and obviously they come in asking for son shirts, which is very specific and not that classic. No. And they often say, well, well we haven't got any and if they do have they get bought. Um but this one girl had a a phone cover that was just covered with Daniel Levy's head. <laughs> So, maybe there are fans of the, well, this this particular, she couldn't be more than 16. I'd, uh, wow. Had some sort of thing for Daniel Levy in his big bald head.
3: Maybe, you know, there's a lot to be said, though, about like powerful men. You know, like yeah. Bernie Eccleston's always had, like, knockout wives. And he is little as well, isn't he? Exactly. So, you know, maybe it's just she's attracted to the power. A lot of women are. Do
2: you reckon Kyle Walker Peters is seen as a power, power man? <laughs> I don't think An so. An <laughs> There was a really sad clip of Kyle Walker Peters when. Uh, they had it was after us beating <laughs> This is the Champions League. Yeah. And then <laughs> they all come in and you've got that weird little ball culture going, This is the mentality. This yeah. is the mentality. And then everyone's clapping, patting, him, and Deli Ali sits down and Carl Walker Peters looks up him and goes, And he's still in his full garb because he's still cold. Yeah. He went, oh, I wish I was you, Deli. I yeah. still had a look. It was really sad. It was quite sad. I feel like Carl Walker
3: Peters. So there's there's obviously like on this pod we've spoken a lot of times about why he's been bombed out and there's various different reasons uh, I don't understand I think the only logical explanation is is that he's a Jehovah's Witness and every day at training he stands there with the you know they stand there with those little like um kind of shelves with all the, the books on Yeah, they get the, people yeah, to talk and I reckon he's roped in Skip so Skip's there like fucking Skip. hell Kyle like, I don't want to do this he's like come on mate Like we need to save these people and he's there every day trying to like get them indoctrinated into it and like people <laughs> just come <laughs> in walk it, past me like, ever, fuck off mate have you ever invited a Jaber in? Uh, no never in I've had a couple on the doorstep this one woman, you give them the sign? I did once because she looked like um, Mrs. Doubtfire Good, and I was like, maybe it is Robin Williams. Maybe this is like it's, you know some sort of like show, it happen, it. and I don't want to mug off Robin Williams on the off chance. No, um, what was the actual reason you talked to? Um, because I just thought uh, broaden your horizons,
2: you, to understand but, your enemy. I, I, as I know you, it wouldn't be about you broadening your horizons; it's about broadening her horizons. Yeah, <laughs> A it was, public, public. Yeah, I mean, I want. Well, no, at that time I was quite young, so I just wanted to understand
3: it because you hear about. Like the mainstream religions at school, but not Jehovah's Witnesses. So I thought, what's this all about? Then yeah. five minutes in, this is mental. We yeah, had two
2: at at school. I told you. Yeah, you this. told me. Really, yeah. Eli and Matthew. I can't remember his surname, but he had a massive head. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were gave me books about stopping ma- masturbating. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. so that's Carl Walker Peters. There you go. Yeah, Witness, that's, that's why, why. just stop trying to stop everyone from masturbating. Yeah, religious bigotry and in right, yeah. the Tanganga, basically <laughs> just walking around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, stop that! Stop so that! So yeah. fl- Flick someone's ball. Um, how much do you think then it would cost to, to buy Son
3: I mean so if you bear in mind some of the like that Jao Felix right the, that kid that you loved, the, the one yeah, that's the gone to yeah. he had one good season don't get me wrong he looks mustard he looks mastered, right but Son has been a Champions League performer for like three four years He's like in a Champions League like top tier side for the last three or four years. Champions League finalist. Champions League finalist, and he's like scored against all the big clubs in England. Like, he's he's top tier, yeah. Yes. Now, Jadon Felix, I think, went for 120 million. How old is he? He's like 18. How old? Son's like 26, I and mean, he's 27. Like in he's his peak. peak. So if they're the sort of values that are, like Mbappe was like similar sort of like 120 sort of figures, you've got to be looking at like 150 plus, haven't you, for Son? It seems mad to say. It does seem mad to
2: say, but I do feel like the market has changed. Like you can just add another fifty. Yeah, but I think you can add another twenty million pound because of his commercial value in South Korea. Yeah, and how how crazy they are for him. Yeah, and then just as a player in his own right, like if he, if he was English yeah. and he was Oliver Sk- called Oliver Skip, yeah. then he would be about eighty. <laughs> but because of his. Yeah, his heritage and where he plays from you've got to have another 40 I think 120 20. But it's, what, what, when did he last sign the contract? I don't know I it's feel like you've got Simon I
3: was going to say get him, get him tied down he he is up there genuinely now Like obviously we, we go through different stages of like who your favourite players are but he is well up there for me Like he would
2: be up there with Kane for me as players I love the most can I ask you a difficult question? go on because I don't know the answer I've got a kind of figure in my head but how much does a Soko cost bear in mind he's just signed a new contract five years five six billion Yeah, no, something it. sensible uh, no
3: genuinely what is he, he's 30 though isn't he yes he is 30 he'd probably like right now if a club came in from him in January it'd be thirty thirty million. 30 million you wouldn't take it I wouldn't take it there's no point really
2: for that scored another goal didn't he mate that goal but was that was great a, that was almost like because the last one was instinctual it was just like I'll oh, ball across and he puts it in that was the time to, time to think, which has always been his
3: kind of Achilles' heel. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing is, like, the goal the other week was amazing. Actually, technique-wise, it was really nice yeah, finish. Too. But you're right; it's sort of like comes to him, you just react and you do it. And his biggest problem, like the Liverpool way, uh, like last season when he just had so much time, he just panicked. But he's just in this mode, and it's obviously like he's benefiting from the Mourinho lift, where he does like it does seem more confident. And I think that goal has done him like a massive boost of confidence yeah. because he took that goal. You know, burst into the space, lovely ball from Kane. Yeah, burst good, into one, the two, space. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's great. And then just like a little bit of composure, botched little. But with we, well, things we know, Kane can do that. Yeah. And Sissoko's run is what made that goal. Mm. So he gave it, and he's he's so economical with the ball actually. Yeah, to Sissoko. It's just and, and for him to burst into pace and then have to take a touch and then toe poke it past the Nick Pope, who's no no mug. No, he's right. no mug. Do you know like do you know what? It's so great because. The kind of
3: Sissoko uh, rise, it did start as like, he's dog shit. We all thought he was shit. Yeah. Then it was like, okay, now he's just been kind of put into midfield and he's done a job. And we spoke about it before. We were like, well, we can't just like him because he's working hard and he's trying his best. And it's not his fault. Like It's not his fault we paid that money for him.
2: And it's not his fault He's that like, he's, his ability is what it is. Exactly. But his work ethic's there so you can get behind it.
3: And all of a sudden, like that Champions League run and I know now, in hindsight, it's papered over a lot of cracks. Yeah. But that doesn't take away from like him being really good in those in those well, moments if you think about those
2: cracks and the, the issues with the squad the fact that he could flourish at a time where totally. people, we were struggling on, on the pitch is it, a testament to his character
3: right massively like I think that he actually embodies uh, basically what Spurs should be about now uh, in the sense of like it's that kind of willingness to where people have basically written you off and like pushed you to a point where they think never going to do it never going to do anything and I kind of see like Mourinho's maybe kind of got into his head and basically said to him like look we don't take no for an answer anymore this is the difference between where we were which is that you're shit you're never going to win anything it's over and you kind of always fall at that last hurdle So no, you can push yourself and like it's the kind of you know that that mindset to just never give up and I think Sissoko has like embodied that strong mindset of like Go for a difficult time. You just got to keep going. Like get through it.
2: Tell you three players who were a bit of a laughing stock before coming on to pull up trees at Tottenham. Go on. Think of one. Can I think of one? Yeah. Uh, Before they came to Tottenham. No, no, no. So they were at Tottenham. They were a bit of a laughing stock, and then went on to do great things. Mm. Harry Kane would be one, right? Okay. Yeah. Gareth Bale would be another. Yeah. Danny Rose would be another. Yeah. (laughs) Sissoko is the is the fourth part of that. Like it, yeah. That that the Beatles, essentially. Yeah, it's good shout. Yeah, I like it. He's uh, he, I think he would... Who would he be? Yeah, Ringo, probably. Yeah, he's, he's the, the shit least. The least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still, still still, yeah, he's still, he's in the mix. Um, <clears throat> Burnley. Uh, the win over Burnley was impressive. Not just you know they had been beaten by Man-, Man City, but to beat Burnley in that fashion, given of how much we struggled, and bearing in mind this isn't a Burnley defence that isn't well drilled that hasn't been working under Sean Dyche for a long time Ben Mee was touted to have an England future at some point Tarkowski played for England in the World Cup I think alright he went did there he, did he go he, he's yeah. been in squads anyway exactly so the, these are international centre defenders who understand Sean Dyche's completely you know, defensive minded setup. he, he gets results by doing it and we, we just tore them apart. And not only most impressively, we're talking about Kane's goals and whatnot, but most impressively it was how we nullified their attack. So yeah. they've got a really basic but really effective way of playing, which is the very old school four four two, which is what they played against us. Yeah. Is they knock it they looping long balls to Chris Woods, who knocked it down to Jay Rodriguez who has the pace and and kind of guile and wherewithal all to make chances happen. But Chris Woods is the key part in that. Yeah. And he's all well, in the Ashley Barnes, all elbows and strength. There was one flick on he got all game and that was in the first two minutes. And I said to my old man, I was watching it, my old man was like, here we go. It's going to be a long 90 minutes of that. Yeah. And, uh, and we managed to nullify it. And I think one of the ways we did that was getting Dyer to do a lot of the work. And by that, he was the first man to challenge for a header with Chris Woods or or, or anyone else in that uh, Burnley attack which took all the pressure off of Sanchez for Tongan and Alderweireld because they didn't have to be the first man to the ball Dyer yeah. was sweeping up there and while Dyer had one of his better games actually he yeah. looks a lot more comfortable it's that kind of work that you don't see that's so effective now i San not is the answer to our defensive midfield situation but when you've got a team that's so steadfast in the way they're playing the fact that Mourinho put him in there and just asked him to win the first ball get your head on it or challenge and make it difficult yeah. for them was part of the reason why we found it so easy barring you know 15-10 minutes 10-15 yeah. minutes in that that first half.
3: Wait, totally the thing is, is like I've seen uh, Dyer play like every game since Mourinho's come in and he hasn't played well with the ball, particularly, but he's won a lot of headers, he's been in the right place. Is that all the things that we talk about, which is that you know when we don't have a holding midfielder in that position, we do seem to not, like essentially not have the central midfield. Mm. And I think he's done really well. And actually, whether it's a coincidence or not, the only game we haven't won he didn't play. Well, when we're we
2: Winx and we were supposed to play Winks and Sissoko in, yeah. in midfield against by, um, United. Against United, and we were overrun. Yeah. And We've been weak in midfield all season. Mm-hmm. We've been very sort of easy to cut apart. When we played that diamond under Prostino, there's winks at the bottom of that. Maybe sometimes the Sofa, okay. and that kind of. And the one time that Dyer did start, it was just went terribly wrong. Yeah. But having someone like him does. I know he's not fashionable, and I know he's slow and he plods around, and we feel like we've passed him by. But the fact yeah. is, is we've we felt like we passed Dyer by and shit went wrong yeah and now we've gone back to him
3: yeah it's, it's the classic case of like you know so many great teams who have a player that all outsiders just look and go fuck me what, why, how does he start for that club how does he play in that team and I remember like um, have you ever seen that class of 92 the United documentary yeah Every single player in that squad really rated Nicky Butt. I know. Nicky fucking Butt. I know. Because he did a very particular job. He had a very particular skill set. And he did play every game. Didn't play certain games against certain opposition. Yeah. But against certain teams, you need a player who knows his job and can do that job. And I think, to be fair, we played uh, Burnley at home at Wembley. And it, I think it ended up being one or, or one. They might have even... Last beat. year. Yeah. But we won. Ericsson squad last year. Uh, it must have been the year before then. Yeah. And Chris Woods. Fucking battered us and like, it just won everything, all the knockdowns. I think they scored in like the last minute. It was either an equaliser or they won. It I won. remember it, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. And then, so I went to the game with my missus, took her the first time to the new ground. And when you go with someone who doesn't follow football, when they ask you stuff, you give it in like the most basic, simple terms. So she was like, What sort of a game is it going to be today? And I was like, It'll be 1 0, 2 1, boring, horrible, rubbish football, no goals they're just going to lump it and the game was so different to that for exactly the reason that you said so we so, so re- went to the game last week yeah uh,
2: right, so how did she find it? that first game
3: yeah she doesn't um, she doesn't get excited by football and saying same- I lost my mind when Kane smashed the first goal in right she was like that was, that was alright wasn't it I was I like know, was more than I see much. you fucking I'd give it a go
1: like,
3: well, you can't even kick out of the penalty area um, so yeah she doesn't really get excited but yeah she was kind of
2: pretty happy with that are, when, you, are you um are you surprised by the fact that Mourinho's teams are scoring goals? Oh, this Mourinho team is scoring goals. Yeah, because historically, has a, a track record of short it up from the back and we move forward. Yeah, but it kind of feels like I'm not saying that the same thing's going to happen. Yeah, but his Chelsea teams of uh, old were attacking. His Porto yeah. team was attacking. It, it it feels to me a little bit like it's he reacts to the tools that he has available to him, yeah. and we are playing some scintillating foot, forward football yeah well we did against Burnley and, and we had other than United game where we were pretty trapped yeah but we scored goals in every one
3: the thing is about Mourinho so like, when the whole Pops thing was kicking off and it was like before Mourinho was announced I was like I don't want Mourinho because I think we'd all been in this like mindset we saw what happened at United and, and the kind of trend of him just kind of looking dishevelled and miserable on this like negative football thing I think it was kind of on all of our Minds, and I think rightly so. Like you can only judge people on what they've done, like most recently, Mm -hmm. essentially. But actually, if you if you do take a step back and take the emotion out of it, essentially, he's a really, really intelligent manager who's won everything in the game. And you're allowed to have like certain points in your career where it doesn't work out, as long as you like learn from it and bounce back. And I feel that we might have massively benefited from the fact that it hasn't worked out at United because. Well, we won't know, but yeah, I understand. No, exactly. but I feel like we will because I actually think that he, if you look at what he's done already in terms of like, and we've spoken about this a few times on the pod, I know various different people have had this kind of discussion, but you know, hiring a PR team seems like a wanky modern football thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. Like, he needs to change his image because you bring that positivity around the club, mm. then it, it transcends onto the pitch. And the atmosphere has been so different inside the stadium since he's like started getting us playing. In really. what
2: respect, hopeful?
3: It's louder, people are singing more There's less, like when people give the ball away It's less like droning, moaning It's more like encouragement It's just that positivity And I think that he's like kind of set the tone for that And I think he's kind of a little bit cynical But I'm alright with that I think you have to kind of just get people inside And also I think like, he's a really smart football manager He looks at the squad and it's top heavy We've got a really good attack And we lack a little bit in midfield And we lack a little bit defensively So mm. he's put the emphasis on attack and like from a you know fans point
2: of view sorry, well, well, you want to see him fucking score goals and he's doing it so I so when I'd say a couple of years ago when, when Poch was our manager and we were kind of in our pump we'd come out of the old Wyatt Lane and into Wembley and we're still playing well Yeah, I couldn't even conceive of a world where Poch wasn't our manager yeah, so. and now I find myself five games into Mourinho's reign Poch gone being really hopeful and optimistic about yeah. what, what could happen at Tottenham, it's madness that we're with this is kind of worked out. because yeah. So you look at other football clubs, and you know, you look down the road at Arsenal. Actually, you know, they they sacked someone to become an institution, and Poch to a lesser extent to become an institution at Tottenham, yeah. but they sacked him with no plan. Our chairman sacked Pochino, knowing it would be a really um, kind of debatable decision yeah. and has, has brought in someone who is divisive and somehow they've concocted this plan where he was going to rebrand his image at Tottenham
3: Yeah.
2: and it's all kind of working and it's only it's only working because the results are, are right on the pitch and he's you know, what well, how many games has he had six now he's lost one and won five eight. yeah or four five, so he's had five games yeah so we had West Ham yeah Olympiacos Bournemouth Bournemouth Burnley, Burnley, and yeah, so he's, so at four, he's, so he's got like a eighty percent win win, win yeah. ratio at the moment. It's it just feels suddenly we've got hope about what yeah. the future. It's not just hoping for the sake of it. It's now that we can hang hang our hopes on someone who's delivered elsewhere. Yeah, do you know what it's a little bit like? It's basically like you have a, a long term
3: girlfriend, right? And you're going you're going travelling for a little while, so you don't really like. Um, properly end it. You just you just kind of like part ways. Mm. And because you're away from that person then you meet someone at early doors on this holiday yeah. and they're doing all the right things early doors and you're like getting kind of excited about it. Yeah, and you start just, to well, forget about the old faithful at home yeah. and you start to think about this new shiny thing. Now it might end up in tears. It might end up as in like, you know, we had a couple of great weeks together and actually this is bullshit and I just want my ex back.
2: Yeah or it might be like actually but bear in mind your ex has now moved on to something else exactly
3: but it could be ah oh, you know in like 10 years time ah, oh, I I met the woman of my dreams we got married
2: aka we won the Champions League League Double oh, I, oh, that, that's sim- that. similar to what my, my situation was when I met my, my, my missus there you go yeah now I feel like I'm Champions League winner same I had eight,
3: 8 years with my ex didn't mm. work out moved on met Ruby within like 2 weeks and now we're engaged in Bosch. Like, Champions League League Double Bosch.
2: yeah so that's so yeah. what I'm saying. Mourinho Ging. could be the woman of our dreams. I think he is. Uh, Harry Kane uh, bags another brace. just just—it was Harry. It was disgusting. Harry Kane, a bold kind of yeah. brace as well, scoring from from afar, just powering it into the net. Like, I was talking to my old man, and, and as he uh, as he kind of shaped up, he was a long way out, mm. and my dad was going, "Ah, oh, here he goes. He's going to take it. oh yeah."
1: And it was
2: like, my dad's like, "Just—he th- just forgot that Harry Kane's got that in his locker." Yeah. Uh, and obviously the second one which he kind of turned uh, and then just smashed it in again I've seen him score those goals before yeah. none, none of that surprised me which is great to see it again um, but do, like, we're going to come on to his stats and stuff this season but are you also like constantly worried that every time you can go into a cha- like, challenge his ankle's going to go terrified all the time it? fucking horrible every time there was one where he basically went up for a
3: header and he like, landed a bit awkwardly and I was like I was genuinely just thinking, well, this is fucked it then. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He's going yeah. to be out now. So, so within, within the stadium, we couldn't tell that it wasn't yeah. a, a big issue because he went down and was like, oh, then he's angry. He's like, don't fucking do that. But this, is, this is the gift and the curse. If you're really up, wave. Other yeah. than that, just fucking just get, it, get on <laughs> with it. Stop putting us through it. The thing is, though, this is the gift and the
3: curse, right? I always said, like, we. How the Liverpool fans felt when they had Gerrard or how Newcastle felt when they had Shearer right? mm. so when it's this talismanic. Like from the local area, he's he is like the spurs, club, basically yeah. proper Spurs. It's a mate that it means more when they, when they score against, like when Kane scores against Arsenal. Like I know he fucking cares as much yeah. as I do. Yeah. I know he loves it and, it and like he's bursting with pride and passion about the club, right? But when he then gets injured or negative things happen or people start like going, oh, is Kane all that? It also affects you much worse. Oh, you take it to heart big time. So like when people are like
2: digging you know, him out, for digging him out, like, I just can fucking lose my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and that's another one about Mourinho's appointment is like someone like Kane could play for any any club in Europe anyone easily like he would walk into every single team bar by Munich because Lewandowski's he's top he's the next like it's Lewandowski and then Kane and of Mourinho. that yeah of that type of striker yeah, yeah so like the only the only club that wouldn't necessarily go straight in for Kane if it was going to cost them 200 mil yeah would be Bayern Munich because they have Lewandowski right yeah but um, fuck where was I going with that he, uh, but so, so he, he was in a situation with before before when when, when left with that you know, not, not denying the fact that he loves Tottenham we don't know what ever went it might not have ever crossed his mind that he was going to leave mm. but when we brought Mourinho in it's almost like well it, from Kane's perspective why would I leave yeah well, I might, the club that I love I'm the captain of because he is now because yeah. Maurice, you know, Kane is our captain. Yeah, he's now got a manager who's more ambitious and more successful than he he, he is. So yeah. it's like I, I'm at the right place. And then you've got people like Gareth Bale coming out going, "This is a perfect match." Tottenham yeah. Gareth, uh, and, and Mourinho. The thing is, like, hate it or love it, Mourinho is, is box office
3: and therefore makes us box office. Like yeah. he has, like as a club, like this is the thing about like Daniel Levy is like for all of his faults and there's a lot of things that we all find frustrating about him he has taken the club from kind of like trying trying to finish in Europa League places to being one of the biggest clubs in the world we have the best stadium in the world we have the biggest manager in the world apart from Pep but yeah but, but that, them two are comparable yes of course like they, they are actually Rino is more box office you can argue that Pep might be better but he's more box office like he's he brings a bigger me, draw alright okay, okay yeah, pitch, a yeah. bigger draw in the same way as Ronaldo's a bigger draw than Messi yes. Messi might be a better player Yeah, yeah okay. same mm-hmm. as that so we have we have a lot of things going for us state of the art training, all this shit everyone always like talks about but that is important like if you want to be at the top table you need to at least have the foundations to, to get there and I do think that that will play a big part in whether we go to the next level, which will be winning major trophies. And that's the one thing that Poch was absolutely right about: is that Tottenham winning the League Cup now doesn't mean anything because we've somehow managed to circumnavigate the importance of that yeah. that, that trophy. Like it's great, like building. If, if you and I are at Wembley and we win the League Cup, we will have a fucking great day. Of course we we will. will love that, right? Absolutely. But imagine. If, and I know people just go well do both I get that right but actually well, it's, it's really to, good, yeah. good do both. And, and let's aim to do that like you should always be aiming as a football club to just to win the league every club should go to a season and we should try and win the league and mm-hmm. I know that that sounds mad because teams who just got promoted are obviously not going to do that but we're now in a position over the last kind of like 10 years of like Enoch and Levy we're in that we are so close and I do feel like Mourinho and the next couple of transfer windows the squad that we already have, you you make the right sign-ins over the next two to three transfer windows, and we are right in the fucking mix, mate. it
2: well, the, the, the thing is, is that Mourinho is has been said a couple of things about like we're not that club that goes and buys that player. Mm. I think what was he talking about? What player was he talking about? Uh, I don't know. Someone we were linked to and said you know he's a good player, but it, you know it's beyond us. And I think this is my kind of optimist hat on, right? I think that he's just playing the game in. Totally. he's going to want to sign players like Marouane Fellaini who are going to really bring us on to the next level because <laughs> that, that's who he's been linked, linked he wants to be Fellaini <laughs> Yeah, don't need bail let's just get <coughs> Fellaini I mean I'm, I'm not saying Fellaini is the answer but Fellaini is uh, someone he wants to bring in and while but is that
3: true though mate or is that just press going he likes big fucking units Fellaini
2: Probably available. Oh, uh, Marino wants to like, Is that
3: true? No, like, no come probably,
2: on? probably not. But if if it was true and he wanted him, I'd go, right, well, if, that's, that's, if that's what you want. Then, yeah, then, I mean, yeah. yeah. I feel like it, surely he doesn't want him, but yeah,
3: maybe. Look, yeah. if any player who signs for our club, when they're in a the shirt, I will support them until they give me a reason not to. Mm. I.e., if they're like, cut kind of off the fans or even if they're shit, I'll still, when they wear the shirt, I'll fucking support them and want them to do well. But Fellaini would be
2: a mental sign. Right it would be mental. Yeah, it would be mad. Like he's, I'd, he's, I'd, only, yeah. I'd only be alright with it if he grew his hair back. I don't want the one... That, if he's not with yeah. his yeah, then fuck him. Yeah, exactly. It's, you're good for one thing, and that's like looking mental. So. Yeah. And, you know... Look, he's relying on dire in that midfield, and it's clear that they're probably upgrades out there. 100%, but it's not Fellaini. Like, well, you're right, though,
3: mate. I, like, January... But like I said, Dyer's not really played well, but he's he is making a difference to the way that we want to play. Every game he's played on Mourinho one well. one. Exactly. Every single one. So we do need to either get him back into form when he's on the ball and get him... Because like his first couple of seasons for us when he was playing in that position, he was great. Yeah, he was. He's just not there. And like, if you get him to that point, then I think that we will be able to kick on and, and all the rest of it. But if not, yeah, we need to sign another Could you, Eric Dier type.
2: Uh, imagine a world where Serge Aurier is left out of a Champions League Squad, mm. because we need to rest him. Fucking hell, I mean. Because that, that's the reality right now. He's not travelled to Munich because you know, we need to rest him. He's important for the game against Wolves yeah. on the weekend. The, the thing is, though, we've spoken a little bit about the,
3: um, over the last couple of weeks, last couple of pods, about this kind of system that we're playing. Yes. And he's become, like, really important to that. <laughs> yeah, massively. <laughs> Which is wonderful. Yeah. Because I still don't think he's, like, particularly great. But if you're playing a system that, that right back is almost like a right wing back and he has got a, like, a, an important part, part to play in what we're doing
2: then yeah maybe he does need to, to rest no he, does, he definitely does need to rest it yeah, has become an important thing it's, it's just, a, it's just thing. mad how quickly I that, that has come to be And like at the beginning of the season you'd not in a million years but, I, yeah. especially playing in this weird auxiliary Sort of, I'm going to dominate the entire right hand yeah. side of a football pitch role. But it's, it's like uh, T always says, it's like, time makes a
3: mockery of us all, right? It's, it's exactly that. It's like, you know, I, I remember like digging out Sissoko. Like, I ha- not hated him, but I genuinely was like, he's so shit. Like, he's up there with the worst signs. I love that man. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Sissoko. Sissoko, sorry. Mate. I love him, like, so much. And I used to dig him out. Like, I remember, like, watching warm-ups, like, cracking up. And within the space of, like, a three or four-month period like you and I did that um, pod I think it was after the Barcelona game when we qualified to get out of the group stages yeah. and we were talking about Sissoko having the get rid of the cockerel on top of the stadium just have Sissoko's golden head
2: yeah the bus and that was ironic right
3: at yeah the time. at the time it was like oh he's shit but he's our shit right mm. but now he's like genuinely an integral player and maybe that's going to be oria maybe it's going to be a point where it's like fuck he's so important to us and actually he's
2: just delivering like he's just doing it yeah
3: and that's fine what,
2: like, what, so this is going to come out quite close to the by minigame so we don't want to date the pod too much but like what what's your um, what, what do you expect to happen because Harry Kane hasn't travelled yeah. we've got about six players out injured has uh, not travelled and Norris Votongan
3: yeah
2: so uh, Troy Parrott will lead our line
3: I mean I'm happy think he'll start I'm quite happy for him to start absolutely like, basically this is completely this is basically a pre-season game there is nothing on this game for either club and Mourinho th- he should be uh, there's two things isn't there it's what he'll do and what he sh- like, I think he should do or what I want to see yeah. I'd love to see like all the young players Sessegnon Carr Walker-Peters Foy like, I'd love to see them all in the same 11 like generally like, if none of the first team players play I'm absolutely fine with it I'd like to it, see that. It doesn't really matter, but you just don't want them to
2: get pumped either.
3: Yeah, but then also, like, there's no incentive for buying and Our first team got fucking pumped by them, so it doesn't really matter.
2: Terribly, will not it? It was a dark night. It's so
3: our worst ever result. So, yeah, it's not going to be worse than that. Like, it, that, that game was such a freak game that actually... You they deserved have. it, though. Yeah. They, they, they deserved their seven goals. They were clinical. Could
2: have got more. They were clinical. <laughs> um, um,
3: yeah. So I just like, I, I'm happy for him to just give it a go and just experiment. Like, I'd really like to see some of the players we haven't seen that much. I'd Love to see Cesonion start. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to see Paris start. Like a really good fucking player. Like just playing. Rooney was playing every week when he
2: was like 17, 18. The problem is, uh, you know, not Ray Rooney, is he? You don't know that. No. Well, uh, no, I, I, I don't. Harry Kane
3: 18 was garbage
2: yeah he wasn't going so so to so, so what you're saying is there is no rule to follow it
3: no it,
2: there is no rule right if you but you I'm just saying, given the, character, the Wayne Rooney rule <laughs> the Rooney rule the Rooney rule yeah. Yeah. the thing is though
3: you don't know basically it's that old thing it's like if you're good enough you're old enough right yeah. Troy Parrott uh,
2: has done very well all levels that he's played in deserves Every, every time he just deserves an opportunity for sure uh, Alfred Jackson he sends in a question he says flood has been kidnapped by the PLF the Poch Liberation Front and is suspended above a tank of sharks. Three players have to hit the crossbar from the halfway line to save him. Who gets the nod? Okay, well, number one's Lord of the Pings. Know because out of round, T Dog. He's, he's definitely
3: like he's well up there. The yes, yeah. probably Kane. Because I feel like Kane. It, it, again, if it's just like they know this in advance, Kane will practice like all day to mm. make sure that he he hits it on the day. The third one is quite tricky,
2: though. Yeah. Well, um, Ericsson yeah but Ericsson yeah I guess so I I thought about this a bit differently and um, part of my reason about not being eaten you know if I'm going to die by being eaten by sharks because of the inability of our football team it would be for the fact that I'm giving these people uh, these players some belief in themselves so I'd say Soko, one like it I'd say um, I'd say Foyf Okay, yeah. And probably Serge yeah, Oreo because he's on like a little, little run. Imagine they did it. Imagine yeah. my jubilation. That yeah. would be good, and also it'd be such
3: a maverick. It'd be the, like really good story in like, the Daily Mail. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Wouldn't yeah. it? Like yeah. Spurs, Spurs fan saves his life. He had to pick three players from Spurs, and he, and he picked these three. Can you believe it? Yeah.
2: And they all nailed it. You'd be you the hero. Do you went drink into Serge and Foyfer on the, on the coach or a plane, yeah. and they look at each other and they like, what have you got in common? <laughs> they like <laughs> each other. Yeah. From the, the other, side other side of the each other, world. They're literally from the other side of the world. One is. Pre even yeah. though he's married yeah. and the yeah. other one do you remember the best thing we ever said about Sissoko is that when he gets home he he goes into the front room and his wife is sort of on the, on the sofa and he just walks in there and he's, all he's got is his boxer shorts on and he stands in the middle of the room just slowly changing TV programme <laughs> staring, staring at the telly and his mistress has talked to him he won't say anything yeah. and after about an hour of that he just throws the remote and goes to bed that's a sorry every evening. That, yeah, exactly. That is pretty much every night for him. Sometimes yeah. he'll take out the
3: batteries as well and just throw them out the window just to be extra annoying. So she can't even pick it up and put what she wants on. No, no, it's not that. It's just like this. I'm uninterested in anything yeah. other than when I'm playing for Tottenham. Yeah, which I like because that's what we want. We want just dedicated, robotic players. If you had a Hall of Fame at
2: Spurs, yeah. like, and bear in mind the very best would be 61 winning team, Harry Kane jimmy greaves jimmy greaves monster, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, maybe Lady king yeah like the elite players yeah he's so starting to get <laughs> all, on that level i mean it's so maybe there's like
3: categories there were there were good players that can't be considered legendary they're legendary players. there are cult players good. yeah exactly like uh, of, of all our cult players he's, he's well up he's like
2: probably number probably one top it. of cult players so you got stefan frogan yeah uh, Nico Bay he's he's and with goals yeah. <laughs> basically yeah so in terms of the number one cult player at Spurs it's got to be Sissoko
3: yeah in my, in my lifetime for sure like he's been he's been so great and his turnaround is such a great story and he's been there in that Champions League run yeah fucking right
2: he's top of the cult list John uh, John Benfield he says can we agree that Kane's goal was better than Sons and that, Son, that Kane was outstanding and the real man of the match uh, Kane was fantastic in that that he was brilliant but can we agree that he um, he probably was man of the match did Song get it for the goal I think Song saw well, it on yeah. But but Kane was probably man of the match for sure but his goal wasn't better than son songs no uh, and I'll tell you why when Kane hits that he
3: is aiming for a large area right? and he knows he's got a powerful strike so he's just aiming for the left hand side of the goal he doesn't he's not like weighed it up he's just got it out of his feet and he's aiming hit it hard at that light area he will do that a lot. He scored a lot of goals like that. For someone to pick it up in their own area at, and then move through the gears the way that Son does, and then still have the composure to finish, you like so much of that was difficult. Yeah. Just, the fact is, we just don't see goals like that. Shows you that it's a much more complicated goal. Yeah. But Kane's goal was fucking
2: great. It was good. It was great. But you're, uh, yeah. you're like, yes, superb, Kane. You've done it again. Whereas Son, was like
3: the
1: fuck yeah do you
3: know in, I mean? in a lot of ways people, people won't
2: want to hear this but
3: uh, Kane's second goal was better than his first goal I think it was more feet difficult. to move through when you're in a box it's so tight and there's not much space it's Ooh. basically like kind of like oh, but, get oh uh, yeah well not, not for me it's always yeah. like if like yeah. fucking cave in there all the time yeah. mm-hmm. uh, just do some sort of squats or something yeah just do what you got to do but yeah <laughs> when you get to that position and it's like couple of quick touches find a space to hit it that is actually more difficult than getting the ball at your feet and just going I'm just going to hit this really fucking hard and accurate like yeah. that's it looks better but it's not actually better in the same way as that goal was it against Everton the one where he's like or Leicester when he's like on the floor came oh that, yeah yeah that doesn't look great but That's, the technique and ability yeah, to do that, that, that is so difficult you don't, don't see it it's fucking incredible you don't, you don't see it and they're the sort of goals that like 30 yard wallops look amazing but they're not as they're not as good they're just aiming for a, an, a rough area they're not accurate to that point
2: a uh, question from Greg Jenner he says does Mourinho already know his best 11 or is he waiting for Lo Celso and and Lamella to get to peak fitness I mean, it's, it's
3: a, that's a good question. It's like, it's really unknowable because he, he kind of is hamstrung by who's available. But I do feel like the the attack is pretty set. Like I think he's pretty happy, like Delhi yeah. Kane, Sun, yeah. and I mean, even uh, Lucas. To be fair, or Sissoko in there, because I think if we had a midfield that he was happy with,
2: Sissoko would probably play instead of Lucas actually mm. in that third. Like maybe I, I think that what we're seeing now isn't what Mourinho envis- no. envisions for the for the envisions for the future. He's just he understands, and his coaching team understands that these potentially uh, it, 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 this is the best sort of situation yeah. or, or, or formation we can get that's going to generate results for the team. He's coming. He's got to turn the season around. We've got to generate results. So I don't think it's way too early to say. That this is preferred 11 Yeah. But for the moment, it probably is. Um just contradicts myself massively there, but I understand that (laughs) it is he's doing what's necessary to win the games as they come to us. Yeah. The thing is, it's like like all managers,
3: they want their own players, they want their own stamp on it. But he knows he's got you know a couple of months, good few games before he can change anything. So I think he's got what uh basically he's got his team for now until January. Yeah but when it gets to January or bets are off there could be a lot like, big changes I do
2: really hope that Cessna and Dumbledore and, and Lo do become a big part of that team. me too and
3: I'd like to see Lo Celso, uh, definitely play against Bayern and I'd like to see him just get more minutes because I kind of feel like Eriksson now looks like, like he's gone like he's yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah so we do need that type and I'd really like to see him get some minutes because it definitely again like we all do it you either write players off or think players are great for seeing him for like 30 seconds you, yeah. he looks good or he yeah. looks shit yeah um, but I think he looks good and I'd like to see him play more and hopefully definitely. he can be good for us.
2: All right, that's been it. John, thank you very much, mate. Once Pleasure. again. Uh, and we'll be back. We might do one towards the end of next week or definitely after Burnley. If you want more podcast content, if you find during the week you've got nothing to listen to, then um, then you can subscribe to our Patreon and get up to three extra podcasts a week, maybe. Yeah, and it's a good mix, isn't it,
3: mate? It's like the, the five statements is basically like immediately reactions after games, yeah. which is like, for, for me personally, I really look forward to them because I go to the games. I don't want to hear what everyone else is just thinking about it from the pod, so that's great. And then you've got like, no holds barred is, is kind of everything. other A from detraction yeah. from,
2: uh, from Tottenham. And then we also do a preview pod, often talk to fans from other football clubs. Uh, and then we're talking to people like Kristen Hennage, who's like a local yep. expert uh, and, and yeah, other people as well there's lots lots of content constantly and you get free entry to soc- uh, socials yeah. and eventually I'm going to do this pin batch that I promised everyone so. <laughs> <laughs> but until that time uh, if, you actually, if you want to benefit from that, con- uh, that content the link is in our Twitter bio to sign up for Patreon yeah well worth it do it till then peace peace <laughs>
0: network sports social podcast network sports social podcast network sports social podcast network sports social podcast network
1: geico asks how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance of course you would and when it comes to great rates on insurance geico can help like with insurance for your car truck motorcycle boat and rv
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sport Social, Social, Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.